G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. One of the things that Jesus always managed to do was turn everything on its head. Love your enemies, just one of his startling sayings. And the same is true when he talked about the blessings of God. Hi, I'm Bernie Diamond. Great to be back with you again. Today we're going to take another look at God's blessing from a different perspective. I have a huge debt of gratitude to a man called S.D. Gordon. Sometime in the late 1800s or early 1900s, he wrote a book called Quiet Talks on Power. In that book, he uses a simple and powerful example to describe the consequences of expecting all of God's blessings to flow into our lives without letting any of them flow out again. He uses the picture of the Dead Sea. Now, the Dead Sea is that body of water where all the rivers flow in, but none of them flows out. And as a result, it's dead. Nothing can live in it. Not a thing. No fish, no plants, no birds. The water is incredibly hard and brackish. He makes this point in his book that if we expect all of God's blessings to flow in and none of them to flow out, then our lives become like the circumference of that Dead Sea. It's an interesting point. This week on the program, we're talking about God's blessing, getting a balanced and powerful understanding of exactly what God means by blessing and how it works in our lives. Now, our generation is born to consume. We are consuming the planet right down to the ground. We just can't help ourselves. I know lots of people who try and buy their way into happiness. Hey, I used to be one of them. God blessed me with a new car. God blessed me with a salary increase. I'm going to believe God for more. No doubt God does those things. God blessed me with things that I've needed along the way and even things that were just kind of icing on the cake kind of things because he felt like it. That's nice, but they're not the main thing. The Bible says the love of money is the root of all evil. I regularly speak on this subject because, quite frankly, our failure to get a grip on what God means by blessing is one of the greatest maladies in society today. And let me say it really bluntly, even amongst God's own people, people who say, yeah, I believe in Jesus. If we think that God's blessing is all about stuff flying to us and stopping there, friend, we're missing the whole point. Over this week, we've seen that God started his plan for blessing right from the beginning, right from creation. You know, he created all the creation, then he created us in his image, male and female, man and woman, and he gave the whole creation to us. Here, it's yours. Bless, prosper, go for it. It's all yours. But it didn't take Adam and Eve very long to interrupt that flow of blessing when they rejected God. They turned their backs on him. And so now we live in a fallen world. We're living out the consequences of humanity's rejection of God. Why is there suffering? Why is there pain? Because way back then we turned our backs on God and you and I, we've done it too in our own way, in our own time. We've turned our backs on God. And yesterday on the program, we saw that for blessing really to be a blessing, for God's blessing really to be God's blessing in our lives, it has to flow in and then it has to flow out. Now, I want to continue on with that a bit more today and unpack that. 
If you were with us yesterday, you heard me read this passage from the sixth chapter of Luke's Gospel. Blessed are you who are poor, because yours is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you who are hungry, for you will be satisfied. Blessed are those who are weeping now, because you laugh. Blessed are you when men hate you, when they exclude you and insult you and reject you because of me. Rejoice in that day. Leap for joy, because great is your reward in heaven. For that's how their fathers treated the prophets. But woe to you who are rich, for you have already received your comfort. Woe to you who are well fed, for you will go hungry. Woe to you who laugh now, for you will mourn and weep. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for that is how their fathers treated the false disciples. And I tell you, listen to me, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. See, this is the heart of Jesus. This is the heart of God. It's not having a whole bunch of wealthy people running around saying, whoa, I'm wealthier than you. I'm blessed by God. It's not about people having a big party saying, life is good. While there's poor and hungry and starving people out there. It's not about fame and fortune and recognition. If that's what we think, we are missing the point. Particularly, let me say this, God blesses us so that we can be a blessing to others. We are blessed in order to be a blessing. You know something? It's like a double-sided bookkeeping transaction. And when you're doing bookkeeping, if you've ever studied bookkeeping, double-entry bookkeeping is about putting opposite and equal entries into two sides of the ledger so that they balance. And if they don't balance, the whole thing's out of whack. And it's a bit like that with God's blessing. If we think it's all about God pouring his material blessing into us, even his spiritual blessing into us, but us then not sharing that out, the whole thing gets out of balance. I know people who believe that their relationship with God is about getting the next BMW or Mercedes car. Now, I per se don't have a problem with people having BMWs or Mercs, but that's not what God's blessing is all about. Jesus, after he said those really challenging words about the poor and the hungry and all these people at the same time going off and having parties, he said this, give and it will be given to you. Just again, give and it will be given to you. A good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be poured into your lap. For with the measure that you use, it will be measured to you. In other words, Jesus is saying, you, my friend, are blessed by me to be a blessing. He said it over and over and over again. He said it another way. You can read it in John chapter 7, verse 37 in the Bible. On the last day of the greatest day of the feast, Jesus stood and said in a loud voice, Now listen to this. He stood and said in a loud voice, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. Whoever believes in me, as the scripture has said, streams of living water will flow from within them. By this he meant the Spirit. Can you see it? It's in and it's out. If anyone is thirsty, come to me and drink. And if you believe in me, streams. In fact, it literally says rivers of living water will flow from within you. Are you thirsty? Are you looking for that something? Are you parched? Are you dry? Are you needy? Come to me, says Jesus, and drink. Put your faith in me, and rivers of living water will flow out from you. One of the greatest passages of the whole Bible. It's powerful. It's the crux of being a Jesus follower. It's saying, you are blessed to be a blessing. I'm going to fill you with my spirit, and that spirit is going to overflow out of you in rivers, not just one little river, not just one little creek. It literally says rivers of living water will flow out from you. A Nile, a Ganges, a Murray, a Mississippi, a Thames, a Rhine, a Yangtze, an Amazon. Huge flood tides of blessings of the Spirit will flow from within you. Get this. 
it is not always convenient to be a fountain of God's blessing. Have you ever noticed that? It's not. It's not for me. I have to say, leaving my consulting career and a really good salary at that time was a really hard decision, you know. It wasn't particularly convenient or easy. And some days, shock horror, some days I don't feel like coming to the studio and other days I have to deal with difficult people in ministry and that's life. But here's the rub. The bottom line is that I wouldn't be doing anything else. I am so blessed because I get to do this because when I let those rivers flow out through me, there's a flood tide of blessing to other people and it's such an incredible joy. I, I wouldn't change any of it. The joy for me is telling people about Jesus, loving him and telling people about him. That's the blessing. Nothing, nothing is more important than that. Whoever we are, whatever our gifts are, whatever calling Jesus has placed in our lives, when we let that blessing flow out through us to other people, then we really experience the blessing of God. Exciting news. This daily program, A Different Perspective, is encouraging so many people in over 160 countries to experience the joy of receiving and giving the blessings of God. But you see, that's only possible through the generous support of friends like you. Each dollar that you give today will grow to reach nearly 3,000 people with a gospel message. How incredible is that? That means that a gift of, say, $35 can touch over 100 thousand people with the good news of Jesus Christ. That's amazing. So let me encourage you to give a generous tax-deductible gift to Christianity Works today. You can give securely through ChristianityWorks.com or call us on 1-300-722-415. And when you do get in touch, please don't forget to request your free copy of that life application booklet that I've been telling you about. It's called Blessed to Be a Blessing. Again, that's online at ChristianityWorks.com or toll free on 1-300-722-415. Thank you so much for your support and for joining me today. I'm Bernie Diamond and I'll catch you again same time tomorrow with a different perspective. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.